Hey, and welcome back to Witch Alone's podcast. I'm your hostess, Danielle, and we'll be continuing with the mini-series on the tools of the trade, today talking about the chalice. Some of the tools on your altar represent the elements, and usually are as follows. For fire, you have your wand. For earth, you have your pentacle. For air, you have your incense. And for water, you have either your cauldron or your chalice. Some witches will just have their tools as their connections with the elements. Some will just have candles. Some will have both. Some will have altar dishes for the elements. It's entirely up to you. Today, we will be talking about the chalice or your ritual cup. There's no doubt that in most movies involving witches or cults or covens, they have a sacred cup that they all drink from. Have you ever seen the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr.? Lord Blackwell makes all of his subjects who pledge allegiance to him drink from the same cup. I've never taken part in a ritual with more than my, just myself or been part of a coven, but I would guess something similar happens there without all the evil and pledging of your soul. I would guess in a coven there's probably one chalice that all participants may drink out of and one that is specifically for the libations to the deities. The chalice is also an object that is not specific to witchcraft or wicca. It has been seen and used in all the major religions and depicted in several older paintings. In Christianity and Catholicism, it holds wine and is meant to depict the blood of Christ. On ancient Greek and Roman altars, the chalice was actually used to hold oil that was burned for their deities. For Wicca specifically, the chalice is a female aspect on your altar and is closely linked with the athame as its male counterpart. These two together depict fertility for the obviously shaped reasons. When providing libations or offerings to your deity or deities, you will use your chalice. Fill it up with whatever liquid you can, sip some for yourself, and then offer the rest to your spirits. If you have invoked or are planning on invoking more than one, or always invoke duality deities, I would make sure you have a chalice for each of them. A lot of the time it is suggested to use wine, either white or red, as the drink of choice, but depending on your situation, this may not work for you. Maybe you're underage, or you're a recovering alcoholic, or you just don't like the taste of alcohol, or like myself, you can't drink alcohol because you're pregnant, no matter how much you wish for even a small glass of wine. In these circumstances, it is more than okay to substitute your drink for something better suited, like water or juice. During some of the Sabbaths, there's actually specific drinks that correspond. Like around Mabon, it's apple cider, which is non-alcoholic, or at Yule, it's eggnog. So what kind of chalice should you get for your altar? For a long time, I was stuck on getting a big ornate chalice. Well, I was stuck on getting big ornate altar tools for a long time. But due to finances, I couldn't drop a couple hundred dollars on something like that. So I ended up getting a small secondhand chalice, and I honestly couldn't tell you if it was made of copper or brass. It served me well, but I found that it was difficult to connect with. So I changed it. I went for a simple glass wine glass. I drew small symbols on it in a erasable marker that I have to redraw after I clean it, but that's okay. I find this much easier for me to use and to connect with and to clean up afterwards. I even have different cups that I use for different times of the year. I have a teacup in the shape of a rose for my spring altars, a Jack Skellington ceramic goblet and a plastic skull wine glass for my fall altars, a yellow plastic wine glass and a green plastic wine glass, and then my everyday regular altar glass wine glass. Your chalice can be made of any material you like. Just make sure that if you're planning on drinking out of it, the material you've chosen is safe. 
There will be some liquids that will actually corrode different metals. You don't really want to ingest that. A lot of occult or metaphysical stores have a variety of chalices, but they are usually all glass-based with ornate overlays. Dragons or leaves or symbols made out of some kind of plaster or plastic just to give it the extra mystical vibe while still being easy to clean. You'll also see a variation of chalices being used in tarot cards. Chalice, cups, cauldrons, anything round that can hold liquid can be a variation of the original symbol for that tarot. The cup suit, being the suit associated with water, surrounds your emotions. So you may see them as cracked or broken. Spilled or overflowing chalices all have symbolism of your emotional state. We talked about libations and offerings in this episode, and we will be going over that in a little bit more detail in later episodes, so if you're not really sure what I meant, it's okay, we'll get there. Don't stress about it. And that brings us to the end of this episode. This will be a bi-weekly podcast, so make sure to subscribe and turn your notifications on. Next time, we will be discussing incense. This episode was brought to you by the tarot card, the Nine of Cups. The Nine of Cups is a card that is always welcome to be turned up. It is known as the Wish Card and indicates that everything you have wanted is coming your way. For me, in the deck I use from the Wild Unknown, all the cups are sitting proud, upright, no cracks and no spilling, and the background is very colorful and cheery. A fitting card for this episode about chalices. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, swing by my page under the same handle, A Witch Alone, and if you follow, make sure you say hi. I love meeting new followers and finding out where you listen from. Until next episode, blessed be.